You're thinking about starting a podcast, right? Let me tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to do it. To start off with, it's free, and everybody loves free. There are a lot of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, go ahead and download the free Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started. So we want to start out today talking about role players. Now, role players is like one of the most important things to me as a basketball player because I've always felt myself as a glorified role player. I've never been the guy to score all the points, make the flashy plays, nothing like that. But I've always been the guy that my coach asked to do a lot of things. Uh, Nelson, we need you to rebound. Nelson, we need you to score in the post. Nelson, we need you to block shots. We need you to guard. We need you to shut the other defending big man down. We, we, my, my coach has always asked me to do a lot but that doesn't always mean that I was a star player. I just became a star in my role. And so today I want to tell you how important that is because role players are the most important players on any championship team. So first let's take a look at the 2004 Detroit Pistons championship team. The Detroit Pistons in the, in the NBA Finals started Richard Hamilton, Charles C. Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, and Tayshaun Prince. Now five players that if you don't really know basketball, you probably have never even really heard of because there are not, not, none of them are really superstars in their own ways. They were all great players in their roles, players who made their roles bigger than what they would be anywhere else. And they bought into that game plan. Now the, this Detroit Pistons team played none other than Shaq and Kobe in the, um, in the 2004 NBA Finals. So Shaq and Kobe, mind you, were coming off a three-peat, one of the few three-peats that ever happened. And going for four because they still were holding on to none other than Shaq and Kobe. So after a three-peat playing against the Detroit Pistons, Shaq and Kobe comes into the NBA Finals in 2004, averaging Shaq averaging 26 and 10, and Kobe averaging 22 and four assists. The next, the next highest points per game in that NBA Finals was six points after that five after that four after that three 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 so you have your two starting players the best players on your team two of the best players in the league really give you almost 50 points a game in a final series and nobody else can give you more than six points and then you look at the detroit pistons starting lineup Richard Hamilton averaging 21 points a game. Chauncey Billups averaging 21 points a game. Rasheed Wallace averaging 13 points a game. Ben Wallace averaging 10 points a game. Tayshaun Prince averaging 10 points a game. The whole starting lineup as a whole is averaging double digit points. Everybody on the starting lineup uh, with a team full of guys that if you didn't really know basketball, you would never even heard of or remember. But guys that buy into that role of doing exactly what their team needs them to do is destined for success from the beginning, even against teams with star power like Shaq and Kobe. And so let's look at some individual players that, that bought into their roles and found the ultimate success. Number one, we got to talk about Robert Ory. Robert Ory, seven-time NBA championship. I mean, seven-time NBA champion. He won championships with Hakeem Olajuwon in the Houston Rockets. He won championships with Shaq and Kobe in the 3P. He was there for all three of those. And, um, two championships with the San Antonio Spurs. So 
If you haven't heard of Robert Orr, that's probably because he played on those teams with Hakeem Olajuwon, teams with Shaq and Kobe, teams with Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. He isn't the big name on any of those rosters, but if you talk to those players, all of them tell you about how important Robert Orr's role was on every one of those teams. Even being, they even call him Big Shot Bob because of the shots that he hit, and he hits the buzzer. He even hits the buzzer beater in the 2004 Western Conference Finals for the Lakers to beat the Sacramento Kings. Not Kobe, not Shaq. But Robert Ory went and waited for that moment to be ready in his role. So after that, we got Steve Kerr, five-time NBA champion, three with the Chicago Bulls playing with none other than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and one and two to 2003 with the San Antonio Spurs. So the three, we, we probably remember the, the age of story of Michael Jordan tell, telling Kerr in timeout, um, the, the, when the double comes, be ready, I'm going to give it to you. And Steve, Steve gets ready for the shot that he knows Mike is going to give to him. So even at the time, before it even happens, Mike knows eventually I'm going to need this guy to be ready in his role. He's a shooter, and I am our best player, therefore I'm going to draw the most attention. I need my shooter to be ready once the double comes or whatever happens. He needs to be ready for when I kick it to him. So Steve, ready for that opportunity, knocks down the shot, guarantees the Bulls a fifth championship. And so just being ready in the role that your team has for you is going to almost guarantee you success. Another Chicago Bull player in the 90s, none other than Dennis Rodman. I'm sure we all heard of Dennis Rodman, five-time NBA champion. Not all five of those championships were with Michael Jordan, though. 1989 and, uh, in 1989, he won the championship with the Detroit Bad Boys Pistons, alongside guys like Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. Then he wins, no, he wins, but he was there for both of their championships in 1989 and 1990, excuse me. And so, with guys like Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars, Bill Lambeer, he might not have been the most recognizable name on that roster, but coming in, getting the boards and playing the defense that they needed him to, being part of the reason they called the team the Bad Boys Pistons, is guaranteed them two back-to-back -back championships. And then leads from the Pistons and goes to join the, uh, the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen completing their big three and being their trash man, knowing Mike is going to score the points, knowing Scotty is going to facilitate the ball and guard the best or the best guard or the best forward. Then we have Dennis here to be our trash man. He gets our rebounds. He gets our cleanup points, puts the ball back in the hoop. He blocks our shots. He guards the other team's big. He's antagonizing the other team. He's buying into that role. And the thing I want people to take away from the players that I mentioned is not just the, the fact that they won championships, but the fact that they won championships wherever they went. They won championships in multiple places. That shows, that goes to show that if you buy into the role that your team has for you, you're almost doubling your chances of success with any team you play for wherever you go. No coach is ever going to say, um, oh, I don't need a J.J. Reddick or I don't need a Kyle Corbin. I don't need a uh, I don't need a shot blocker. I don't need a defender. I don't need a shooter. No coach has ever said that. We all need guys to fill in and plug into the roles that the star player cannot do. So no no one's asking Steph Curry to guard the best player, the best opposing guard. Nobody's asking James Harden to go get us 15 rebounds a game. Nobody's asking, uh, nobody's asking LeBron. Well, we ask LeBron to do somewhat of everything, which is why he's LeBron James. But 
when LeBron gets Anthony Davis, now he, now all of a sudden he doesn't have to average that triple double. Now it's okay, AD, you can get us these boards. We can outlet that thing, LeBron. We out of here. If guys buy into the role that they have for the team, that or that the team has for them, it's almost guaranteeing your team success. And so that's the only thing I want guys to take away from this one. If you're not the star player necessarily, if you're not scoring the most points, if you're not getting the most attention. Just realize that whatever your coach and your team has in the scheme for you, if you be the best player in that role for that team, you're not only will your coaches appreciate you, but your teammates will appreciate you. And just because your name is not the first in the newspaper or in the article drawn up about the game does not mean you didn't play a vital role in the success of that team. All right. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to me. But I need you guys to do something else for me right now. You're on Apple Music right now. Listen to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to our podcast show. Give us a comment below. Let us know what you think about it. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to my page. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Let us know what's up, man. If you're on Spotify, subscribe to us. And let us know what you think, man. Overall, I need you to tag us on your social. Share us and tag us. Tell a friend about us. And all the love we can get.